You're listening to Comedy Central. Hi, I'm Joe Firestone, and you're listening to Everyday Decisions. Uh, today's episode was recorded um, a little bit ago, obviously, uh, back when we all saw each other in person. Uh, it's with a very special comedian, uh, Mike Berbiglia. I'm very excited that I got to talk with him. He's got a book that's coming out June 16th, but you can pre-order it, and uh, the Audible download is available May 5th. So that's um, that's in the past. So it's available now. Uh, so Mike Berbiglia's, um, if you, he's doing this great thing on Instagram Live now called Tip Your Weight Staff, where he. Uh, generates money to donate to comedy club staff so if you'd like to watch those um i believe they're happening once a week where he talks with somebody for an hour and they workshop jokes and it's so much fun so um support tip your weight staff and uh support uh berbiglia getting his book it's so great and um yeah i guess uh other than that all you gotta do is uh keep staying inside and uh and if you gotta go outside you're probably going for a good reason so make it snappy all right enjoy the episode okay so here's what we do okay is we talk about your day your the last 24 hours okay okay because obviously honestly you're like i'd say top top two most prolific comedians Who's one? I don't know. What do we? Uh, who should we say? Maybe um, Gene Wilder. I don't know. He Gene did a lot. Wilder. <laughs> he did a lot. <laughs> yes, me and Wilder. Yeah. Tiffany Haddish is pretty busy. Me, me and Wilder both made the BuzzFeed list. Yeah. Of it, top two. It's pretty. You guys are pretty busy. Yeah. Honestly, you're really. You're real. I don't know what your. You keep alluding to your journals in this book, and I feel like your journals must be chock chock full. There's so much in my journal. Yeah. There is. Yeah. So much junk, though. Do you journal? Yeah, but it's all bad. It's all sad. It's not. There's nothing to pull from it. It's all just like, could you believe another day I spent just <laughs> <laughs> ruining my life? That's so fascinating. Um, because I, my experience with journaling is um, that if I look back at my journals, it's I, I'm, I'm primarily journaling when I feel bad. Yeah. When I feel good, I'm like, I don't need this shit. <laughs> I don't need this journal bullshit. Do you do morning pages? I write a lot in the morning. I'm actually the, I was just thinking that this 11 a.m. hour that we're speaking in yeah. is peak oh, creativity. No. Oh, no. Which means that this po- whatever <laughs> happens on this podcast <laughs> might be the height of uh, the my creative possibilities. Oh no! Okay, we but, really got to turn yeah, it yeah. out. Okay, but it might not be. Yeah, we'll see what happens. No pressure. Yeah. Okay, so 11 a.m. yesterday. What are you doing? Your peak in creativity. <laughs> my peak in creativity. Oh, you know what's funny is yeah. yeah yesterday, um, in my peak of creativity, uh, I w- I'm looking at my calendar because everything is in my calendar. I got to tell you one thing before we go of into course, this interview. I am I have a biased idea of what you do all day. Oh, great. Tell me what you think. Okay, here's what I think you do. Okay. And I don't know. But here's what I think you do. I think you get up at like 7 a.m. <laughs> and then I think that you um, you take care of your child. And then I think what you do is you just like write on a computer for maybe on and off five hours. 
I don't think you eat anything. And then I think that you go to that really nice sandwich spot in Brooklyn. Court Street Grocer. Oh, I was thinking you Stinky went. Stinky Brooklyn? Yeah, that one. Oh, those ones are good. And then I thought you too. got a big sandwich. That's the first thing you ate all day. That's so funny. And then I thought you kind of, that kind of channeled you through like a bunch of calls and emails. Are you trying to draw me out? By saying thing, what I don't do is to that, make me correct you, you, you and say no, what I actually do is this. Is that's this my, all wrong? That's my dynamic with my daughter, by the way. Is <laughs> the only way you can get she's four and a half, and my joke about that being four and a half is that everything she says is cute. Like the other day, I go, "Mom's gonna put you to bed," and she says, "She's not your mom. She's my <laughs> mom." And I said, "That's what my therapist keeps telling me." <laughs> Because all toddlers have a Boston accent. They're like, I'm tired. Boston toddlers are like, I'm wicked tired. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, 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 oh, but so with Una, when she comes home from school, you uh-huh. can't be like, you can't be like, what'd you do at school? Uh-huh. You gotta go, so, uh, so do you guys, um, so you guys all dressed up like elephants at school today? <laughs> she goes, no. We drew pictures <laughs> of fairies. You know, and you're like, all right, if you say so. Bad so, cop style. Yeah, yeah, bad cop style. Wow. Okay, wait. So yesterday, what are we doing? What's so, what's a day like in Mike Birbiglia world? So, honestly, so, so there's a difference between know. what I write down, what I'm going to do, and what I do. So like, wh- like I wrote down, memorize new YMCA structure. My new show that I'm developing and I'm touring with in May and June. Your show is called YMCA Structure? Well, right now it's called the YMCA Pool. Okay. Because I've been swimming regularly at the YMCA Pool for a couple of years. I I went there once for um, a water aerobics class. Yeah, it's like that. But I do swimming lessons, and uh, and because uh, I'm I'm starting to sort of face down my own death and pending uh, demise, and that's when people start swimming, and so that's what I'm doing. That's I don't think that's when most people start swimming. But. <laughs> no, in childhood also. Childhood. Yeah, yeah. Child, in childhood. No, you like, uh, you know. With the exception of professional swimmers and, uh-huh. and competing swimmers, you have your childhood swimming, and then you have your like, okay, I can start to see natural causes in the distance. It does seem like. Have you seen those advertisements with Michael Phelps where he's learned about therapy? Yeah. It does seem like that's where he's at right now. Yeah. He's swimming to avoid, you know, he's thinking about these complicated issues. Yeah. Well, cause yeah, cause I. I had a doctor's appointment where I blew into the uh, pulmonary test tube. Uh-huh. It's called a PFT tube, where it's like a simulating a candle with a little ball. You go, whew, huh. and then there's a ball that goes. Whoosh. Oh, to test if you can blow out your candles. Yeah, but I can't. Uh oh, fire Bad hazard. Bad news, fire hazard. Okay. So then they're like, so then the so then the cardiologist recommended I do swimming. Oh. For breathing. Sure. Yeah. So I'm trying to do swimming. Been trying to do it last couple of years. Well, uh, I don't mean to sound, you know, kind of ignorant here, but it seems like with swimming, you breathe the least amount of all the activities. Well, no, you breathe, and I never understood this as a kid, and maybe it's a recent swimming technology development, but apparently, you 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 blow 
as I understand it, uh-huh. into the water. Okay. You breathe, ex- you exhale into the water, uh-huh. and then, you know, you can have your head to the side or up yeah. to breathe in, to, and then you breathe out when you're head is face down and that's good that's we like that apparently kind of yeah okay. apparently that's huge okay well, apparently okay. that's really catching on in the swim community okay so you you're right writing this show about the ymca pool. yeah yeah because last I, I maybe i don't want to get ahead of myself but because last night i did a show on the heels of jacqueline novak's show that i'm producing yes i do these shows that i call working it out where i'm working out new oh, material yeah. And it's this YMCA show. People in the audience don't know it's called the YMCA pool. Uh-huh. They just think it's called working it out. Uh-huh. And so I'm sort of working out this show. So in the morning, I'm at my in my office, which is next to my apartment, and I'm at my standing desk. Oh, my gosh. This is really helping a lot. Okay, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you're at your standing desk. I'm at my standing desk, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, and I write uh, at, in a laptop mm-hmm. um, or... I talk on the phone uh, with my director, Seth Barish. Uh-huh. He, d- he, directed he directed my four shows. Yeah. Sleepwalk with me, my girlfriend's boyfriend, thank God for jokes and the new one. I recognize his name on the posters. Yes. Fr- he's huge in, po- in, yeah. in the world of posters. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he's also a great actor, too. In what do you mean? being a director. So, like, Where's he been? He's on the show Billions. Law and Order? Uh, he's been on a lot of Law and Orders, a, really? lot, of, a lot of Sopranos. Killer or Innocent? Interesting. Uh, Oh, good question. Probably killer. I haven't seen it, but uh, okay. I would. Uh, but here's a fun fact about Seth Barish. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, played two different parts on Sopranos. Really? Were, yeah, it was so many years apart that they sort of like forgot that he already was on it. Did they? Did he get to eat? I love when they eat. I don't know if he ate on yeah, Sopranos. Ask him, ask him I'll ask him. Often he eats. I mean, he's got a little of the Brad Pitt thing where, well, where you know, Brad Pitt eats in scenes. That's a big thing really? that people have noticed. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I find it's easier to act when I'm eating so personally. Much. Well, no, that's a big... Seth is an acting sort of guru. He uh, he, he he taught Anne Hathaway and Come he on. taught Tony Hale. Come on. It's, yeah, many, many great actors. Come on. No, really. And then uh, well, one of his things is... Sort of keeping it loose and eating or writing or just doing some activity that sort of makes the lines feel more natural. Oh, jeez. He's great. You might have met him on Come Don't on. Think Twice because I don't know if the listeners know, but you were in the film I directed called Don't Think Twice. That's true. That's yeah. true. I was in that. I appreciated that. That was that was a cool thing to be in. And you were great in it. I listen, I was trying my best to be improv student, which I have been. So You've been I called on my own experience there. <laughs> you were great. Oh, thanks. That was we were. I learned. I I think I had to smoke a bong, yep. but the scene was at eight in the morning. Oh That's God, when we were I filming know. it. I know. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know how to smoke a bong. No worries. That's hilarious. And I I didn't know. You didn't know. They there was I kind of I think I held up. Oh my gosh. Production a little bit, but somebody just because you didn't know. Somebody taught me. Wow. You can't you can't go in front of in front of eighty people working at eight in the morning say oh well, excuse me I don't know how to work a bong yeah yeah oh wow you know that part of the drama that part of the behind the scenes drama actually never got to me the <laughs> the part of the drama that did get to me was that there was supposed to be music for us dancing or for uh-huh. you guys all dancing uh-huh. with Gillian Jacobs and uh, and others. 
and uh, Gary Richardson. I think Connor Ratliff was in that scene. Yeah, maybe Josh. Josh Josh Rabinowitz. Yeah, yeah. and um, and there was some dancing. There was smoking pot and just hanging out and just like ruminating about life and existence. It's like the if you, people haven't seen the movies, it's on. Don't think twice. I think it's on Netflix currently, but it's. Um, it's about sort of an improv team where someone gets cast in like a Saturday Night Live type of show and then everyone else in the group realizes that that's not what their life is going to be and so they're sort of like figuring out what they're going to do next and we see Gillian Jacobs who is an improv is like a very good in- inspirational improv teacher hanging out with her students yeah. and you're one of the students yeah. but the drama of that day is that there's you're supposed to dance but there, there was no music which should have come from the producers and there's an argument between Dutch, the first AD, and the producers, because he kept he had kept asking for the music, and they, they it was an expense that they didn't want to pay for, Whoa. which was like a just just a just a just a speaker basically to play music. So if you recall, uh-huh. I played music just on my phone, yeah, for you guys to dance to. I thought that was normal Hollywood. That was, <laughs> it's not normal Hollywood. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but that day it was. Sometimes you think things on film sets, you think that's normal. You mm-hmm. know, oh, yeah, we normally eat quesadillas at 9 a.m. That's normal. Oh, my gosh. We're and eating Thai beef at 2 a.m. That's normal. Oh, my gosh. And things. that and that apartment was sort of gross, I, if you I recall. I thought that was normal. I really I thought, thought that, that was, was decorations. Oh, yeah. But it turns out maybe it wasn't. You thought it was decorative dirt. Yeah. But it was real dirt. Okay. Yeah. Something to know. Okay. Yeah. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Probably. Yep. Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Uh, you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log in to your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Visit betterhelp.com decisions. That's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Everyday Decisions listeners get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com decisions. That's betterhelp.com decisions. You get 10% off just from listening to this podcast because they know they know the people that listen to this podcast love mental health, A, and two, love a deal, okay? So if you need help, go get it. Everyday Decisions with Joe Firestone is brought to you by Care Of. Care Of makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. 
uh, care of can make taking your vitamins and supporting your health goals attainable. The convenient daily packs are perfect for the on-the-go lifestyle. Just um, throw one in your purse or your gym bag and you're on your way. Care of is focused on the quality, science, and research that goes into each of their products and recommendations. The vitamin aisle can be confusing. It's hard to know what you need and where to start. So if you answer easy questions like how much sleep do you get? How often do you work out? Do you follow any specialty diets? Are you concerned about your hair, skin, and nail health? And then uh, follow care of's expert recommendations or adjust your pack at any time. What you receive is totally up to you. So for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code DECISIONS50. That's takecareof.com and enter code DECISIONS50 for 50% off your first care of order. DECISIONS50. You can remember it like the fi- like the 50 names of this uh, some of the states. Wait, so we're at uh, where you're talking. Are you talking on the phone to Seth? It's 11 a.m. Yep. So so first thing in the morning, I drive. This was yesterday. Yeah. I drove Una to school. Uh-huh. Jen comes. Then I drop Jen off. After I drop Una at school, I uh-huh. drop Jen off at a cafe. Okay. That'll be her first of like three or four cafes that she'll write at <laughs> during the course of the day. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, she... <laughs> she cafe hops. That's uh-huh. how she is stimulated as a poet. Uh-huh. And um, and then I'm on the phone with Seth. I'm on the phone with um, uh, yesterday. It was Liz Allen, who's a, a improviser, comedian, uh, writer, friend of mine, who actually worked on Don't Think Twice as the improv coach. Whoa! Behind the scenes. Whoa! Yep. So she taught like Gillian and Kate McCoochie and some other people who had, hadn't improvised to be an improviser. Whoa! Yep, so and then, she, she's really brilliant. And uh, so I'm on the phone with her. You're a big phone talker. I'm a big talker. I have a big verbal process and I have a big uh, a typing process. So like I, I free write for, for, I try to free write for a couple hours a day. <sighs> and um, and then and then on the phone, a lot of it is like structural. So I'm like figuring out uh, what, you know, I'll say to, Seth, what about this order for the show? I uh-huh. could start off by talking about the pulmonary test. Then I can talk about my first swimming lesson. Then I can talk about a flashback to wrestling practice when I was in high school. Then uh-huh. I can talk about this. And he'll he'll go, well, what about this structure? What if it's the pulmonary test? Then you talk about your fear of death. Then you talk about, et cetera. It's like, <laughs> it's sort of like uh, ping pong things back and forth. Oh, okay. So you're a real, you're collaborating almost I'd say, what did we say, six hours a day? No, no, no. no. Uh, that, a couple hours a day. Maybe. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. two. two. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so then we talked to Seth on the phone. We talked to Liz Allen. Yep. And then what have we eaten? Have we eaten? Uh, I've had, I'm trying to think, like, lately I've been on a kick of um, whole wheat toast, um, uh, peanut butter, and jelly. And coffee. Open face? About no. <laughs> Full sandwich, cut in the middle, toasted, and then um and then I I I I grind my own uh, coffee beans and I do pour over coffee. I'll, I'll usually do like two or maybe three 
in the morning. That's do, a lot of pouring. I, it's too much coffee. It's <laughs> a lot of pouring. It's a lot of drinking. <laughs> and it's a lot of uh, a lot of excess uh, energy to burn off. So you eat a PBJ, but you don't think of it that way. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so then, so we've had a sandwich. Yeah. And we've had um, three cups of coffee. Yeah. And this, this is point, the morning, and now we're going to Pilates class. Oh, we're going to Pilates class. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, same people in the Pilates class every 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 time. It's just me. What? It's just a solo Pilates. No, oh, that's yeah. intimate. It's very intimate. It's very sexual. <laughs> you talk with the person all all day long. I mean, all um, se- all session. Not really. I actually there's not that much talking actually. You're just it's stretching. mostly just focusing on the doing of the exercises. Because Whoa. you know why? Huh. It's the same reason I have the standing desk because my posture is terrible. So you're getting better posture. I'm trying, I'm trying. So these are part. I mean, you got some ongoing goals here. <sighs> Squad goals. Yeah, stay alive, stay up, stay upright. <laughs> stay alive, stay upright. Those yeah. are two of my bigger goals. Yeah, and then structure this one hour. Structure the YMCA. Structure the YMCA show. Wow. So you get ready for and get ready for the tour because I. Because my tour is in May and June, 10 cities, and the book comes out, the book that you just read. Oh, so good. Thanks. You talk a little bit about the YMCA in it. Yeah, so some yeah. of that's in there. I really like the part about the penises and vaginas. Oh, my God. That got me I'll, giggling. I'm, I'll contextualize that for people. <laughs> so it's not just a blind penises and vaginas line. Um, I have uh, a, a, a disconcerting experience with the YMCA as a child, which is my mom, when I was five, brought me into the women's locker room and I'd never seen a vagina. And then I saw 100 vaginas. And then when I was six, she sent me into the men's locker room. And I, the only thing more shocking than 100 <laughs> vaginas is 100 penises at eye level. And uh, and yeah, that that's why I never went to the YMCA for so many years is I, I, I always viewed it as like this really <laughs> perverse, odd place and and sort of dirty and and chlorine smelling and I just didn't want to go back. Do you think there's more nudity at the YMCA than other gyms? I don't know. I all I know is <laughs> I was so, I was just so shocked by the level of nudity when I was a child at the YMCA and the comfort with the nudity um because I was and maybe you a uh, different thing. I wasn't from a nude household. <laughs> um, were you? No. no I know I, some people who were. I, yeah, there there are different kinds of people. Yeah. Know? My my, you know, I know people that are getting in the bath yeah. with their children. That's yep. you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, no, I know. That's normal. People are doing that every day. I'm not sure I understand. Whoa, what? whoa. That's whoa. that's my Apple Watch. <laughs> I just did it. My Apple Watch literally just said the words. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. And that's a very strange thing for a computer to just say to a person. Especially after we're talking about about all these nude houses. I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> that, that, uh, a nude house <laughs> she, or a not nude house? She didn't like that. She didn't want that yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. This is an obsession of mine is the Apple Watch. You think that's you wear that on stage? Wear it on stage. I just got it like a like I, I this is like a two days ago I put this thing on for the first time. You know, it's twenty twenty. Well yeah, I know, but the this is the this is like a the watch for number five. 
Apple Wa- Apple Fi- Watch Five. Oh, I, I thought you were like the kind of guy that was like kind of late to the Apple Watch, like you just found out about Greek yogurt. That no, kind no, of I am, I am. You, that, I am that. You just found out. I just found out about the Apple Watch. You know what hooked me in? What? My brother Joe told me who I'm on the. That was part of my morning too. Is I'm on the phone with my brother Joe, who runs my company, uh-huh. and then and then our associate Peter, who works for us. Uh-huh. Uh, and and so the three of us form our company and we're on the phone going over like objectives and things every day. Yeah. And he was the one who said that get the Apple Watch. Oh, the Apple Watch is neat because you can swim laps in it and it keeps track of your laps. So this is whoa. So this is all this all goes back to swimming again, of yeah. course. Yeah. Okay. So this is this okay. So you really can I just say just to like you are kind of like completely enmeshed in work like you're kind of like all like it's all about this show you got laser focus it's the show in the book yeah right now because the other because yesterday morning also um they you know they emailed me a bunch of copy editing queries yeah Uh, you, you know like there's a you know this page will cut off in the middle of this poem unless you cut three lines and so i have to be like well if we if we make this part of this paragraph and this part of this paragraph then we'll get our three lines back so i did like that was like an hour of yesterday morning also whoa yeah well so okay so and then i'm texting with you to organize this (laughs) because i had to move around the mold mold analysis person yeah we have mold in the basement Oh, and you and have we have basement. to find out if it's it's not yeah it's the building's the basement reveal. it's okay. the building's basement okay but you got to be in a co-op but I, oh. I but the someone at the co-op has to deal with the mold analysis person and I'm you're Mr. Mold I'm that I'm Miss well I'm actually my nickname in our house right now is Mildew Man <laughs> um, because I my daughter's bedroom has mildew in it oh, and no. um. From the ba- probably from the basement, we're gonna find out. And so, until the mold, the mildew problem is resolved, I sleep in my daughter's bedroom, and then she sleeps in my bedroom with my wife, so that neither of them are exposed to mildew. <laughs> and I am called Mildew Man as a result. Um, and and it's it's partly because I'm. I'm comfortable with mildew as an idea. I just think like, you know, it's it's just water. You know, it's not it's not so bad. And I'm from Massachusetts, and there's so much mildew in Massachusetts. Like everything smells like mildew in Massachusetts. <laughs> Whereas Jen is really shocked by the mildew smell. And Where's Jen from? She's from New York. Mm. I think she did was not exposed to mildew as as much as a kid. Mm. So, I'm well, mildew man. You're mildew man. And okay. now I'm mold man. <laughs> I'm mold and mildew man. Hey, your nickname's getting better and better. So today I'm dealing with the mold analysis at 3.30. Can I just say, and I know you are, I mean, you're, you're, you've been doing this for a while, but you do seem like you're, like, good at doing comedy. <laughs> like, you're, like, good at doing the business of, like, you're, like, I don't see any time where you're, like, and then I spent three hours on Facebook. Like, oh. you're, like... You're like, okay, I'm going to take care of my family. Then I'm going to take care of my job. Then I'm going to eat toast. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm going to deal with the mold. Like, is there a time where you're like, and then I spend three hours on Facebook? <laughs> what if it's five minutes of silence right now? <laughs> um, 
I do not spend three hours on Facebook. No. You're, you're not wasting time. No, I would say that the, the rabbit hole I end up on sometimes is Twitter uh-huh. because it's so enthralling. You love it. Well, it's so combative. And you like that? I don't like it. I'm addicted to it. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they know that. That's why the algorithm is, is inclined towards conflict. Yeah. You know that you know when when there's conflict on Twitter or when people there's a lot of interaction. Yeah, those are the tweets that are more likely to come up in your feed. What? Yeah, uh, the algorithm is is uh, favors conflict. That's dark. Isn't that dark? Yeah, that is very yeah. dark. Okay, that's interesting. We're all contributing to the slime that is underneath the city. It's a Ghostbusters. It reference. is a Ghostbusters yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely. That's that's my guilty pleasure though. Is uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. The other day I watched a Ghostbusters uh, documentary, like wait, the making of Ghostbusters. Wait, that's really how you slack off? Is getting dirt on Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was three of them I've watched so far. It's on Netflix. It's a thing. It's uh, one was Ghostbusters. One was Home Alone, the making of Home Alone. The other was the making of Dirty Dancing. Whoa. It's called like the. The movies that made us, how oh, yeah, how they yeah. made the movies that made us, or yeah. and I just stumbled upon it, and then I'm I love it because it's a lot of stories like the Don't Think Twice thing that we're talking about, where yeah. like there's no music, so I just play it on my phone. They except, just, huh. except these are classic films that have aged the generations. Well, 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 well. Okay, so you you're really kind of okay. So at this point in the day, what are, what time is it? You've been talking on the phone with. Um, yeah, Seth and Seth and then Peter Liz and Joe and, Peter. and Liz. Yeah. yeah, you've had four phone conversations. Yep. Where um, are we at? Have you eaten anything else? Have you stretched? You I went to okay. Went to, went to Pilates at noon. Uh-huh. After I left Pilates, I went to Sweet Greens. I got a salad for oh me God. and my wife. To share. No, we got we two custom salads. Two custom salads. You yeah. must know her very well. Oh yeah. yeah Did yeah, you yeah. ask before? You just know what no, she likes. No, I just know. I, she's all vegetables. And you guys get very different salads? I Yeah. I get a blackened chicken salad mm-hmm. over uh, mm-hmm. kale and mixed greens. Wow. And uh, Caesar dressing. And uh, and then she gets uh, uh, kale and mixed greens with avocado and uh, olive oil and lemon with a, a side of Caesar dressing that she uses sparingly. Wow. Jen. I know. Jen's the greatest. <laughs> greatest. She writes books. She's she an introvert. Dressing sparingly. She uses dressing sparingly. Wonderful. But what, wait, before we get to the rest of the day. Yeah. Are you, did you relate, because I talk about how she's an introvert. Yeah. I say she's an introvert and I'm an extrovert. And intro- yeah. I say an extrovert is someone who gets energy from other people and an introvert doesn't like you. <laughs> or she might like you, but she's going to need me to explain why we're leaving the party, which is sort of my role in our house. Um, did you relate to being an introvert or an extrovert? I have a guess, but I won't say what it is. Oh, my gosh. That is so tricky. I think I am like – I you – okay, in the book you're like, I wasn't an extrovert, but then I had to be. In the, in the dynamic of our marriage, I am the extrovert Yeah. I'm be, by necessity because yeah. you need someone – Otherwise, you'll never leave the party. You need someone to step up and say, we're leaving. Yeah. I Well, I go to parties, and here's what I do, is that I go to parties, first 10 minutes, I have something to eat or drink. Then the next 30 minutes, I say, I'm going to the bathroom. 
That's good. Move. And I just every conversation I pass people, I say, "Oh, I'm I'm going to the bathroom." Wow. Then that's thirty minutes. Then I say goodbye. These are industry secrets that you could <laughs> compile in a book called "The Secrets of Parties." Yeah. <laughs> But that's uh, that's at least sixty minutes of my, that's sixty minutes. Cause and so that that feels like introverted um, behavior. Sure, but I'm going. I'm but you're going. going. To these you're moving on. You're going to the parties. Yeah. But you're getting in. You're getting out. Yeah. And I don't even go to the bathroom. That's the secret. No, I follow that. You're yeah. not going to the bathroom. I don't need to go because I went before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But you seem like an extrovert. Natural. I mean, naturally. What are we doing here? You're making phone calls. You're dropping people off. This is extrovert. This is... Uh... You think dropping people off is extrovert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say... <laughs> dropping off your daughter at school is extroverted activity? Mm, you just, uh, I mean, you obviously got to say hi to the crossing guard. Yeah. Our issues with the crossing guard run deep. <laughs> um, she... She's always there when we're driving out, and so we have to be very. She, you know, we are we as the car are the enemy of the crossing guard, and so I feel like we've never properly become friends with the crossing guard because she views us as her natural enemy. I always don't know what to do because I used to live in a neighborhood with a lot of kids, yeah. and there was a crossing guard. I never knew whether to use her. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate, right. Joe. Well, I just didn't know. I didn't know if it was rude to just cross the street. Oh right! I you don't. Know, need, I don't need you. Yeah, I thought it was. You think I need you? She's just standing there, yeah, yeah. and then you know it's not even a walk sign, and I'm going. I think is that offending her? Oh yeah, that's a really good point. But so okay, so at this point, are we? We're at the, we're in the afternoon. We've eaten the salads together. We eat the salads together. Yeah, we ate the salads together. Yeah, and at this point, are you kind of are you chit chatting? about the day so far or is it kind of like you're both still working eating lunch we're talking about the changes that they made in the book oh yeah right right and um and then and then we pick up this is yesterday yeah jen picks up her daughter from school (laughs) at five her daughter no our daughter our daughter (laughs) i said our daughter Except her daughter um, uh, at school at five and five. Yeah, for whatever reason, on Mondays there's aftercare, oh, that's which nice. she, she's that's, obsessed with. Yeah, she sure. like loves because yeah, she she's very extroverted. Una, Una is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves the other kids, and she has a, a lot of friends. And oh man, that's she, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Wow. She calls them all like her sister and stuff like that. That's yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's a whole thing. And then, uh, and and then uh, and then I ordered I ordered dinner for us to eat, and then and then I get on the subway. What did you order? We just ordered Middle Eastern food uh, from a place called Mazat in Brooklyn. That's pretty yeah. good. And then, <clears throat> and then I get on the subway yeah. to head to uh, the Lucille Ortel Theater, where yeah. I'm doing the Working It Out show that I mentioned. Let me just say this: I heard it's haunted by Lucille. Oh, I mean, you talk to Jacqueline, she'll say, she'll say a phone booth's haunted, you know, she'll say, she'll say the F train is haunted, you know, she'll say American Airlines, you know, 
flights to Cincinnati are haunted. She she's she's an over haunt. <laughs> you know, she, I I uh, I I know people like that, and I I I, I got to stay away from them because I'm very susceptible. Like I went to this. We were staying at this. Uh, this is with all due respect to Jacqueline. No, of course. <laughs> Talented person, great, good, good friend of mine. She's an overhaunt. It's I don't I don't I can't be around those people because like I went to a little Ramada with a film crew and the hair stylist the next morning was like a ghost with a high ponytail came in across my room and left. Oh wow! And then I was so scared of the ghost with a high ponytail for the whole time. And I talked to this guy Kenny who was a grip, and I was like Kenny, you believe in this high ponytail ghost? It's really creeping me out and. Christina was the hairstylist, and he goes, I knew Christina would see a ghost before we even got to the Ramada. Yeah, exactly. Melanie's mm-hmm. that way, too. <clears throat> Melanie's a is a heavy ghoster. I can't. I can't be around these people. Jacqueline's a ghoster. I can't. I know. I, I, I don't so get you don't too, think I don't Lucille's... Get too, I don't get too involved. You don't think Lucille's wandering around? Look, if ghosts exist... Yes? They're everywhere. So they're either everywhere or they're nowhere. Okay. And so... It's kind of like cockroaches in the wall. It's like, <laughs> it's like, they're probably there. What are we gonna do about it? That's a really beautiful man. I wish I would have talked to you at the Ramada. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, we can't spend too much time on this. No. Okay. This ghost so, stuff. so you're you. So I go to the so I go to the theater. I take the subway. Uh-huh. I love the subway. Really? What are you doing on the subway? I well, I take I take off my pants sometimes. <laughs> I. Show people my ass. I, I paint graffiti. What do you do in the subway? Those are the things I do. I I I show pe- I show people my ass. <laughs> what, okay, no, let me try to answer this seriously. What do you do in the subway? I listen to podcasts. I listen to audiobooks. Um, but often, oh. often I, sometimes music though not, not often. Yeah. Uh, because it's too toe tapping. For the subway. I don't want to be one of these people who's sort of half dancing on the subway. (laughs) You're trying to keep your dignity with some audio books. Yeah, and then also sometimes um, no no audio. Here's a trick. You got the buds in so you don't have to interact, but then you're just overhearing people. That is pure evil, and I think about that all the time. You think it's evil? Especially when I'm doing some really juicy gossip. Yeah, exactly. I know Can't do it on the subway. Can't do it on the subway. And I always do it on the subway. Yeah. Always Can't do it. Did you know who's pregnant? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's always when I'm getting caught. Yep. So then you take the subway, you're rejuvenated because you've shown at least 40 people your naked ass. And then you get to the Lucille Lortel. You do your you do what you've been working on that day. Yes, I have a I have a retroactive um, memory of what happened yesterday, which is in the morning. Uh I just remembered Uh that I couldn't sleep past like 6 Uh a.m. I just was one of those days where I'm wide awake. Yeah before Jen and Una are awake, I got up and watched the Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix. <laughs> and wh- where'd you come off? Where do you stand on Taylor Swift now? Cried at the end. Uh, all in. Oh, my gosh. All in on Taylor. Really? Yeah, Team Taylor. You know, she got a swimming pool. I mean, she did. What? Mm-hmm. Where, in Tennessee? In New York City. She's in New York City swimming pool? Think about it. Where? In West Village. She has a swimming pool? She did. In her basement? Oh, second floor. 
Second floor swimming pool? The full-size uh, swimming pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, And yeah. is it still, she still has it? No, she moved. So now somebody's got to move in. Who's going <laughs> to move in? Uh, Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. <laughs> Maybe you move in. You can. Maybe Michael Phelps is too depressed to move in. <laughs> he's like picking up a box. He's getting it halfway up and then he's dropping it. It's, you, he's you like, can't forget be it. You can't be depressed. Forget you it. I'm not moving. <laughs> Wait, okay. So we got to wrap it up. I got to know. Okay, oh, so okay. Then- so I get. So I take the subway because I love the subway. Uh-huh. I expose my, my butt. <laughs> And I paint graffiti, and then uh, and then I get on stage at the Lucille Lortel uh-huh. Theater, and th- was and this, you're not nervous. This is at yesterday. This you're really not nervous at all at this point. These people love you. You know that. Um, yeah, they're just. It's not an advertised show. It's just people who join my email list on Burbigs.com, which is my website. Mm-hmm. And so I go, hey, I'm working out new material. If you want to come, come. It's work in progress. Yeah. I do an hour. I walk off stage. I text uh, my old friend John Mulaney. Uh-huh. I say, "Do you still want to meet up?" Oh, you're we're, meeting up. We're, we met up at the, at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. Um, I watched him do maybe 20 or 30 minutes of new material. Yeah. We went for a walk. Oh. Uh, you probably walked by Taylor Swift's swimming pool. Maybe. Yeah. We went for a walk. Talked about life. Talked about comedy, humor, jokes. Oh. Uh, and then I, um, and then I took the subway home, and then, uh, and then, and then I talked to Jen, and that's it. That's my day. So, the, and this is like, I guess. So this is. I mean, I'd say again, really top. I'd say tied with Gene Wilder and Tiffany Haddish at this point for really output. Oh, wow. So then, I guess, it does seem like you are very focused and very uh, thorough in your work. Like you're writing stuff, you're workshopping, and then yeah. you perform it, and then and you're talking about it with your peers. I yeah. mean, this is really so. Like, well, and then yeah, and then I was on the phone on on my on my walk from the subway to the theater. Yeah, I got a phone call from Rhea Butcher. What comedian Rhea Butcher? Come on, very funny if you're not familiar. Yeah, she's great. And um and Rhea Rhea wanted. We were pinging each other back and forth about this initiative I'm doing called Stand Up and Vote. Oh yeah. And uh, where I where you've you've done some of these shows sure. where I perform at colleges sometimes and we register voters and they're very funny. Yeah. You're you've done some. You're doing some more. And Rhea is going to do I think a couple of them. Well, that was part of the day too. So you're booking. <laughs> you're booking. You're, I did you're, not mean to be a comedy booker, but you're, that's you're what happened. A comedy booker. Well, yeah. okay. So what would you? Okay. So what do you think is the the best part of your day is something that you're like, this is something that everybody should do. And after the phone call, I stopped at Gray Dog in the West Village and grabbed coffee uh, oh. to, to to power me up for the show. You got to get powered up. Yeah, and I believe that was my fourth coffee of the day. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, so, and, you're, and you got up at 6 a.m. This is a really, this is a long day. Yeah. But what would you say is like the best? Like this is like this is the part you got. You got to try this. You got to try fourth coffee at Grey Dog or whatever. Wait, what? What's is there a question? Yeah, for sure. What's the question? Mm, uh, it's like, um, okay, for example, for my day personally, I think my favorite part of the day is uh, is after I take my dog for a walk. After I've had two cups of coffee, I'm running around with my dog, running. 
in the house. Really, wow. we tackle each other. We're oh my going gosh. to town. Wow. I'd that's, say that's really exciting. That's the highlight. So what do you think is the highlight of your day that you're like, this is what I do most days. This is what I recommend. Joe, I think this is uh, this is the gotcha question. <laughs> okay, here it is. What would you avoid? <laughs> um, just avoiding, <clears throat> don't jump in front of the subway. Okay. Um, don't walk into traffic. Don't drive into a post. <laughs> so that'd be my advice. That's super helpful. I think aspiring comedians will really take that <laughs> to heart. <laughs> you might have saved somebody's life. You might have might have done something huge here. Are you trying? Do you want actual like advice for creativity? No. No. I mean. Or productivity I- or happiness. Oh, my gosh. There's all three answers? Yeah, I could give you three answers. I don't know if they're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, creativity? Yeah. I think, in my experience, it's um, free association, free writing, creation. Yeah. Like, regular, like, long-winded creation, and then uh, heavy editing. Oh, Okay. And then what was the second one? Happiness, or was that the third one? Oh yeah, well, yeah, that sounds good. Happiness. So happiness. Yeah, people are into that. I haven't figured that out. Okay, but well. I think it's fitness based. <laughs> okay. Skip, skip, <laughs> skip. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and what about we got productivity? Oh, productivity. Yeah. Um, I, I, oh man. <laughs> oh no. Productivity. I think um severe uh father issues but i i don't know if you if you don't have those i don't know if you can get them but but if you can okay. they're really good for productivity wow that's very helpful all this all this combined i don't know how people can't fail i mean succeed succeed <laughs> um very good um thanks for coming on the thanks, show Joe. uh truly read read that book the new one so good thanks. go out and get it it's such an honor to uh always and enjoy to speak with you this might be the favorite part of my favorite Whoa. part of this day and then when where they where c- they can find out about the show that, that you're touring yeah for bigs.com yeah the best way to stay in touch with me is just signing up for my mailing list that's i mean everything else instagram twitter all this stuff Facebook. It's like it all comes and goes. It all comes but and email, goes. I think it's here to stay. Well, let's hope so. Okay, email's here to stay. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for doing this. Thanks, Joe. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.